Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Today I'm going to share with you a great discussion that we had on note-taking, talking about what you should be keeping track of and what you probably don't need to be keeping track of. Now, in the conversation, we're going to talk about our money management spreadsheet for you guys that aren't in the know. That is something that is available with your tier one trading membership. It's a very cool spreadsheet. It has our money management and position sizing strategy in there. Not ours. We didn't invent it, but the one that we use. It's a great way to kind of automate your position sizing. It's a great way to keep track of data. It's a great way to make sure you're looking at the things you need to be looking for in your trading. So if you're someone that wants to kind of automate the back end of your trading and worry about just the trading aspect and kind of let the other stuff do its own thing, check out that money management spreadsheet available over at www.tier1trading.com. So there, there's no there's no reason not to know it in advance. Real quick, let me just get this into um, potential bullish TCT. Ah, I spelled potential wrong again, darn it. Now the hard part is, and, and this is where you have to be organized, People who are not organized, they forget about it. They forget about it. They, they come back a week later like, oh, crap, yeah, I was supposed to get long that. This is why you have to be organized. And part of being organized is being consistent, right? If you do your consistent analysis every day, are you going to forget about trading opportunities? No, especially the longer ones. No. Because every day you're going to be reminded. Every day you're going to check, hey, how's this doing? Hey, how's that doing? It's only when you get out of that routine or if you don't have a routine that you forget about it. Or better yet, if you take notes like what I just showed you on a pre-market checklist, right? Every day you're coming in, you're because this doesn't change too often. Every day you're coming in, you're like, okay, where's that key level resistance at? All right, I'm supposed to be paying attention to that. What do my notes say? Right? This doesn't change too often from a from a swing trader's perspective. A day trader, yeah. This is a, it'll be different every day. But a swing trader doesn't trade too often or change too often. Um, other than the pro trade log, do you take notes on trades on your radars? Again, the, the, the pro trade log is is for the chat. That's just something here on, on the, the tier one platform where I, where I share ideas so people kind of know, get a heads up of what we're looking at. Um, the pre-market checklist, that's where I take notes. So the thing I just showed you is where I take notes at. Um, I just took it down, but the, the thing I just showed you, that, that's where I take personal notes. Now, did you have a question about other, other types of notes? And basically my notes are just observations, right? So my, I, there's not, there's not a whole bunch of flexibility at this point in my trading. Like I know, I mean, there's flexibility, but I, like I, I know what I, I know what I trade. So notes will be like, hey, you know, watch out for sneaky pass level of structure at this level, or watch out for ECB press conference on Thursday, seven thirty, stuff like that, or you know, be aware of FOMC. Notes are more like that. They're not really technical notes because I, you know, I just, I've been trading for so long that I just, I know exactly what I need. Um, but if, if you are newer and you're not at that point, I'd write down as much as you can. Like if there's an observation, I'd write it down. There's, there's no harm in it. Yeah. Especially if you haven't gotten to the point where you're locked in, where you're, you're still, we're all still learning, but you're still learning at a kind of a different level. Yeah. Take as much notes as possible. I try to write down detailed notes. Um, yeah. But so here's a question. What 
maybe you're maybe you're writing down too many notes. Like what what uh what 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 all are you writing down? I guess if if that's uh, I don't even know if that if that's, if that's an answer I can get without making you write a paragraph. But what what type of things are you write are you writing down in your notes? What type of things are you writing down in your notes? And yeah, Orsi has a, a good point. Um, you know, this is for any newer trader. We always recommend start small. So don't start like with a 20 pair portfolio like your boy <laughs> and get overwhelmed. Start small. Start with one or two pairs. Master those pairs. But yeah, you're, you're probably writing down more than you need to, right? We, we only need to write down the important things. And, and honestly, most quote unquote notes are probably just going to be like lines on your chart. So I always keep a master chart. I have a master chart and then clone charts. And we've had this, this discussion before. Um, one's not better than the other about keeping notes on your chart or restarting every day. But like a line right here, this is a note. Right? A line in your chart is a note because it designates a key level of structure that you're paying attention to. Now, you can literally, literally write key level of structure as well, or you can color code it. But that line in your chart, your chart art is a, work, is a, is a note as well. So Kiani says, entry, exit reasons, stop losses, take profit, time frame, entry, follow up notes for date of entry. So again, so those aren't notes, I would say, right? So... You shouldn't need to now. It's I guess it depends on the level of if you're actually trading. You don't need entry, entry reason, exit reasons. Those shouldn't be in your notes because that's already going to be in your trading plan, right? So we don't we don't need yeah. That's it's more journaling what you're doing, which is different. That's what I was going to say. But you don't need entry, exit reason, stop losses. You don't need those in your notes because those are part of your trading plan, right? You should know what those are, right? Take profit, like time frame, like those are things that you don't, time frame for entry. Those are not in your notes. That is something that should be in your trading plan. When you have a fully developed trading plan, you should know exactly what time frame or time frames you're going to and what you're using each for. You should have a, a, a rules-based description of your rules of engagement, we call it, where it's your rules for what you need to look for, what needs to happen, how you enter, how you do exits, all that fun stuff, right? So it sounds like what you're not, what you're, you're looking at journaling or like data collection versus note taking. So those are two different things. Does that make sense? So like taking notes like, hey, entry date, entry, um, entry price, exit price, that's stuff that you put in your money management spreadsheet. Right. Those are where you're logging your trade. Right. I entered this trade at this price at this time in this direction. Right. That's stuff that goes into your 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 data entry, your your uh, your money management spreadsheet for your, your log. That's different than notes. Notes. When I hear notes and there's a note section in your trading journal and your, in your 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 money management spreadsheet as well for like observations. But as far as like analytical notes on your screen those are just like reminders like hey look for pullback to this point or key level of structure to pay attention to or even handled number or stuff like that 
So I think we're just overlapping the two different things. Um, but again, with that being said, there is a note section in your money management spreadsheet where you're, you're paying attention to many different things, uh, technical things in the market, right? It could be, hey, I got a, a very long pin bar that acted as structure or overlapping levels of structure. Um, psychological notes are good as well, where it's like I felt overwhelmed, I felt rushed, I felt scared, I felt calm, right? Understanding how you feel at the time of trade is very important to understanding kind of your your trading mind state. And it's very important to analyzing um, when, how, and why your mistakes come. And then there's also post-market analysis notes as well. So it's like, hey, had targets at 99.09, price reversed at 99 even, right? Notes for the future, like observations after the trade has completed, right? So those are all different notes that can go in your in your your trade log, like your actual like data collective collection log. Um, but as far as notes on your screen for analysis, like honestly, you don't need to really write too much. It's, it's more going to be the visual. Like draw some circles, draw some lines, maybe put a little note in the bottom for a news event or, or, or something in particular. Um, but those are those are two different things. All right, gang, welcome back to round two of the live trading room. I, I'm, in, I'm enjoying the, the conversation we're having. Um, on the note taking because it's 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 hard for me to it's hard for me to comprehend how it can be too complicated and we're, we're talking about journaling your trades and here's the bit of advice i would give right so am, am i right to assume that before trading these 28 pairs you've back tested all of them I don't want to assume these things, just knowing how many people don't backtest, but I want to ask. How, did you go through the backtesting process with, with all of these pairs? Not all of them. Okay, so that's one problem right there. But for some of them. So when you backtest it, right, what did you have in your trade log? Was it stuff like, you know, entry date, entry time, entry price, right? Target price, stop loss price, right? Those main cogs, obviously win loss, win loss, profit loss, right? The point is, yeah. So in your actual trade log... It doesn't need to be anything different. In fact, it should probably be less than what you collected through your backtesting process. Does that make sense? So it, it's, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what, what is, if we're talking about not taking notes on a chart like preparing for trades, but we're just talking about just the logging, it, it's, it's, it's hard for me to think what can, what's overcomplicating it, especially in a in a a longer time frame trading um, strategy, where I think you said you're only trading what maybe like two, maybe two trades a day, one or two trades a day. Like it doesn't seem like how it doesn't seem like that takes up a massive amount of time at all. Right. So, I guess the question is like, is it? 
does it need simplifying? Is it already simplified or is it just like, I, I don't want to say you got to stop being lazy and just do it, but are, do you just have, that's just part of, is it just because you hate logging stuff? Like, I, I don't like logging trades, be honest with you. Like, I hate it. It's like data entry. I don't like it, um, but it's necessary unless you're going to have a, a, something that logs it automatically. But I guess the question is, what else are you adding that makes it too much or too cluttered? What can you take away if you do want to simplify it? And then do you actually need to simplify it? Or is it more of just like, it's a thing where it's like, hey, I just don't like doing it. That's the problem. Because the, the backtesting data entry should be more complicated than the live trading. The backtesting one is the, the one that can get complicated because you're testing different scenarios. So you may be testing different types of targets, different types of stops, different types of entries, right? There's, there, that spreadsheet can go on forever in backtesting. But once you're actually trading, once you've gotten past the backtesting phase and you know what you're trading, you have clearly defined rules, um, the actual logging part is, again, it's, it's simple. It's, it's what's the date? If you're a lower time frame trader, perhaps, what's the time? What's the entry price? What's the stop price? What's the target price? What's the secondary target price? What was the exit? Maybe you can even have stuff, what was the... The risk reward, if you want to track that, you can usually automate that, but you can, what's the risk reward? What's the profit? What's the loss? What's the total, right? There's not a, there's only so many things we can, we can track there. Um, so if, if it's anything out of, you know, aside from that, and obviously like a, like a, a notes section for observations, um, if it's not useful to the trading or not necessary, just, I would say take it out. Um, so yeah, I think the hardest thing that gets me is when I do follow up notes, put what happened in Word and what happens in the market. You can record a video if that makes it easier. You can record a video, take a screenshot. And some people do that where they'll do follow up or follow up review and record a quick video saying, hey, Here's a trade I took on the dollar yen daily um, yesterday. You can see that I was stopped out by one pip, blah, 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 blah. And then re record it in a video file. Obviously, you know, tag it so you can review it. But that's another option if you don't like writing. You can record a video. A lot of people will like doing that. Um, I used to do notes on every four hours because my setup on four hours. Yeah, but, but, why, but why do you need to do notes every four hours? Like, what do you, what do you actually need to take notes on every four hours? Like what? What are these notes you're talking about? Like what? What notes need to be taken every four hours? And again, I'm not against taking notes, guys. Take as many notes as you can. But we're, we're talking in a situation as a trader who wants to take less notes. That's why we're trying to give advice on how to do less note taking. But what, what do notes need to be taken every four hours? Do any of you guys track notes every four hours or two hours or hourly? And again, they can. There's nothing wrong with taking notes. I think the more data, the more you are in tune with yourself, the better. So if you're someone that wants to take a note every hour and be like like a, like a journal, I don't think there's any problem doing that. But just remember the perspective of what we're talking about. But yeah, give me an example. What, what, what would be an example of a four-hour note? 
what the new bar does to the market and how it affects my analysis. Well, here's the question. So does every bar affect your analysis? I think that's a cool practice, by the way, looking at each bar and writing down the story. I think that's a great educational tool. But again, for someone that is past the education part, presumably, and someone that is actually live trading, does every bar, and I don't know your trading style, so it maybe it is, but does every bar, does your analysis change bar by bar? If it doesn't, then do we need to take notes on every candlestick? And again, I got to say it one more time. I do think it's a cool practice to take notes bar by bar. Like if you're, if you're trying to get in tune with the market and understand the story, I think it's awesome. Probably time consuming, but I think it's, I think it's cool. It's like the old school Peter Brandt, um, draw out your bars on graph paper we talked about yesterday, where it's you literally hand draw your charts, which I think that is cool. I would never do it, <laughs> um, but I think that's a cool practice. I, I heard it gets you really in tune with the market, but yeah. So yeah, so I don't, I don't think you need to take notes bar by bar. But again, every, every, everybody, I, I, again, and, and we're saying, I don't, I don't know your trading style, but I would say that this, I mean, honestly, probably 90% of the candlesticks are completely pointless. Right? So let, let's, let's say, let, let's use this example on dollar yen. And again, this, this would be an example of how I trade, right? So for me, I have zero interest in this trade until we get to this previous level of structure, right? This is, this is just my trading style, right? So this, all of these bars don't mean a damn thing. Like none of these bars mean anything. Anything that goes down here means nothing. It means nothing. It means nothing, right? I don't care what's happening in the market until we get to my sniper zone, right? My zone of interest. Once we get into my kill zone, now I inch up in my seat. I Now I turn the music down and now I'm paying attention. That's when I lock in, right? So I'm I'm chilling, I'm chilling, I'm chilling, and Marcus is doing whatever it does. Like all these bars are pointless, right? Because guess what? I can't do anything up here anyway, per my rules, can I? If your trading rules say you can't take a trade until it reaches a specific point, your kill zone, can you do anything outside of your kill zone? Same thing as like if your trading plan says, like like uh, Dwayne's earlier said, I can't trade until the 60 EMA is touched. Well, guess what doesn't matter? everything until the 60 EMA is touched, right? Nothing makes a difference until that trigger is touched. But once the 60 EMA is touched, now he's ready. So all these bars can happen and they're completely pointless. I don't need to take notes on them because they don't really affect my trade. And then to be honest with you, and again, this is where your, your, the specifics of your trading style will switch things up. Honestly, I don't need to take notes once we get in this level anyway because I have a full trading plan. In my full trading plan, I have a I have rules for entry. I know exactly what I need. So if my rules for entry are pin bar, higher high, higher close, reversal, that's the only thing I'm looking for. Now, if you have multiple entries, now you may have two things you're looking for, or three things you're looking for, or four things you're looking for. But the point is, I, I don't think I don't think you actually need to to take bar by bar notes if you know what you need to trade. Now, if you're a trader who is learning and you're trying to figure out, you're still trying to learn the language of the markets, I think it's a great tool. I think it's a great tool to write down, okay, price put in a pin bar, 
Then we put in an inside bar and then make predictions, right? That, that means consolidation. Price just put in a higher, high, higher close. Ooh, higher, high, higher close means, you know, we probably should reverse and go to the upside. I think that's it. that is a fantastic practice. Give me a second here. I think that's a fantastic practice for someone who is learning to trade. That is the Peter Brandt. That is the Adam Grimes graph paper drawn out by hand deal. But once you're actually trading, once you are live trading in the market, you should know exactly what you need to take the trade. Therefore, does anything outside of that deserve your attention? Does anything outside of what you need to take the trade or what you need or what needs to happen that will trigger you taking the trade, does anything outside of that matter? For trading purposes, not educational purposes, for trading purposes. The answer is no. So I don't think you need to waste time doing it unless, again, I don't know your trading style, unless you have such a dynamic approach that maybe it, it maybe. It does matter. But if the approach is that dynamic, then I would question the rules-based aspect of it. Is it more rules-based or is it more kind of a fly-free type of deal? Punisher mask, yeah. I, I slip on the Punisher mask. Lock the door. Put the phone on silent when I lock in. The Punisher mask goes on. I transform, dim the lights. Go time. Go time. The funny thing is, right, uh, I know you guys hear the birds outside all the time, right? So my, my window, so my, when my neighbors are leaving or if like the dog is walking, like you can you can see right into my office. So I always picture like me at me and go time with my Punisher mask on, just like aggressively staring at the at the screen. And then someone just walking by like, okay. All right, weirdo. <laughs> I always picture that. I always picture glancing and watching my neighbor. And like, you know, they do that thing where they look away like they didn't see you. Like like someone just saw like a crime committed. Like, nope, didn't see anything. Didn't, nope, didn't see anything. Didn't see anything. <laughs> One of those awkward moments. And then we got to meet at the next, uh, the next uh, kind of uh, neighborhood barbecue. Hey, Jeremy, did you happen to see... Uh, you didn't happen to see me in a Punisher mask, did you? No, no, I didn't, Akil. Didn't at all. Good answer, Jeremy. Good answer. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. Hey, if you guys are heavy on social media, make sure you follow me over on TikTok. Yes, I know it sounds weird that I'm saying this because I'm not really a big social media guy, but I'm really starting to love the platform. It's a great place to put out these little quick tip videos on trading. And I plan on doing something else that's a little bit more broad, more life and entrepreneurship and empowerment, motivational stuff like that as well. So just go to TikTok, um, what same names, my other handles, Akil Stokes RTM. Check me out, follow me, and I hope you guys enjoy the quick tip content that I'm putting out on a regular basis.